0: Alrighty, everybody. Good morning, Guru and Wiz, Fantasy Football Podcast. And uh, Wiz and I have decided to take a trip through the NFL, going uh, division by division and figuring out uh, the puzzle of free agency, which is still going on, but uh, nonetheless, uh, a lot of the action has already taken place. And it brings us, Wiz, today to the NFC South. And I think we could make the argument that uh, this will be a conference, uh, sorry, a division that will look much different than any other division as wide open as it gets. Uh, I think you and I have some opinions, but uh, certainly a, a lot of hope for all of the teams here as uh, Mr. Brady has moved on. And uh, a lot different uh, landscape to, to, to canvas here, Wiz. Wiz, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Um, yeah, I think a case to be made for any of the four teams in the NFC South. <clears throat> I have a, a pretty strong view on one of the teams. Uh, as I believe you do as well, but it's a division where, you know, at least for the last few years, it's kind of Tampa Bay at the top, before that, the Saints, but uh, I think things are kind of changing in that division, and uh, you may see a new leader at the clubhouse at the end of uh, the 2023 season, at least in my opinion, I think there will be.
0: Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, we're gonna we'll kick off with the Atlanta Falcons here, and the Falcons came into free agency with a, a with a lot of money to spend. Um, I think if I was a fan of the Atlanta Falcons, I'd be scratching my head a little bit about some of the moves. They they did add a number of players on defense, no question about it. Uh, Jesse Bates, uh, formerly of the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, the Atlanta Falcons have not been known for their defensive prowess over the years, and. Uh, Definitely trying to work on that side of the ball. Um, I think they're taking some chances here uh, coming into the season. Uh, you know, Marcus Mariota's moved on. Desmond Ritter was unimpressive as a rookie. Um, they've added Tyler Heineke here at the quarterback position. Arthur Smith um, tried, to, tried to make a couple of maneuvers with some familiar familiar faces that he's had before on his roster. But nonetheless, Atlanta has struggled over the last couple of years. And uh, I don't know, Wiz, I I take a look at the amount of money, like I said, that I thought Atlanta had to put to work. And I'm not sure um, that this is going to kind of generate a lot of excitement within their fan base.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I start thinking about Atlanta, I'm just puzzled by that Ridley trade. Um, You know, I I don't know – I just don't know if if they just couldn't come to an agreement or both teams wanted to move on. That seemed a little that was strange to me. But yeah, I mean, I don't like I don't like Desmond Ritter. Um, Taylor Heineke is going to come in. there. I don't know what that's going to look like. I could just see Heineke playing some games. Um, and when you look at what they've done, it, it just, you just get the impression that the Falcons are going to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. Uh, their offensive line was much improved. Uh, Janu Smith comes over. there's going to be a lot of 12 personnel. Uh, you'll see Kyle Pitts, I think, playing on the outside a little bit more, with Smith playing um, you know, in the line at, at, at tight end. Matt Collins is there. I, I, I really don't love the makeup of the team, but – they were able to run it, so if their defense improves, um, you know, what, what can you say about the Falcons? I, I think they have still a long ways to go in terms of uh, getting to some of the other teams, uh, but. Um, it just appears to me that they're going to continue to do what they did last year and uh, and run the ball.
0: Yeah, and, 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 and that's not denying that Tyler, Tyler Algier, as a, as a rookie in the league, uh, didn't have a good season last year, right? You know, I think he was either at or right around 1,000 yards. Um, they had a couple other young guys, uh, in addition to the old man, Cordero Patterson, uh, Avery Williams, Caleb Huntley. So there are some young names here, uh, yeah, but... Uh, Drake London I I don't know Let, let's see what happens but I I'm in agreement with you R- Ritter wasn't all that impressive and and I'm not sure how much of a difference or you know what that quarterback battle looks like uh but but granted I think you make a good point that Atlanta does have a decent offensive line and uh, uh working the clock is probably going to be their biggest uh biggest offensive achievement uh over the course of the season
1: yeah, there's there's no question about that, and uh, yeah, I mean we could we could move it along to uh, to you know the Saints, who they got Derek Carr and Jamal Williams. I think it's something that's that's been kind of like under the radar and uh, not talked about much, but I I think there's a very good chance that Alvin Kamara is going to be suspended or miss. Uh, a lot of this upcoming season. So it, it, the Jamal Williams signing is a good signing, but he's just a different type of player than Kamara. Um, you know, they they need Mike Thomas to somehow, after three or f- years of of doing nothing, to become back and at least be a complimentary receiver to Chris Olave, who is somebody that I really like. And of course, the the signing of Derek Carr. But I don't know. I just think the Saints, when I look at them, the defense has always been pretty good. I just look at them, and I I just think you're not going to get Kamara for at least most of the season, in my opinion, if at all, this year. um, With that pending case that he has, um, I just think the Saints are in the mix. But unlike years past, I, I don't put them as a favorite at all to win this division.
0: Uh, no, I agree. And Derek Carr, uh, familiarity, obviously, with uh, with Dennis Allen, uh, reuniting uh, from their Raider days. Um, I do agree with you on Mike Thomas. Uh, you know, that's a player that, for me uh, – I'd probably stay away from him from a fantasy perspective, but I understand the intrigue, but this, we're a number of years moved on now from that tremendous season that he had. He's not been able to stay on the field uh, when he's been around the team at times he's complicated things. So we'll see how that all works out. I, Wiz, this is a prime team, by the way, that on uh on day two, we'll likely be drafting a running back, in my opinion. I, I agree with you on Williams. I agree with you what you said about Kamara. I, I am intrigued with the other receivers on this team. You, I know how you feel about Alave, and I don't disagree. I think at times last year, a guy that really stepped up was Rashid Shahid, uh, and he's still here. And I think Juwan Johnson was re-signed, right? And um, I think there was a period of time in the middle of the season where Juwan Johnson was a, a top-three tight end for fantasy.
1: Yeah, I think to your point, those you know those receivers are gonna you know have room to improve and have to get uh, an upgrade. When you're ranking those players uh, with Derek Carr there, who likes to throw the deep ball, so there are some key guys in offense. But man, when when most of your offense has been around uh, a player that is probably not going to be on the field that much this year there are a lot of adjustments to make especially you're bringing in a new quarterback so i like some of the players on offense um but i just think they're they're just another team in that division who could win the division and will be battling it out but uh i prefer another team in that division and um and i i think they'll be okay the saints during the year but uh certainly not a favorite where they've been uh projected to certainly be at the top of the division or near the top of the division
0: these last few years. All right. And let's move to Tampa Bay before we uh, cap it off with the Carolina Panthers. And Tampa Bay is in complete transition, With they've actually not made many moves in the offseason. season. Uh, the two main signings that they made were uh, Baker Mayfield at quarterback and Chase Edmonds at running back. Uh, they made more news by the players that are no longer here. Uh, this was a team really built to win in the last couple of years. Uh, obviously, they did win one Super Bowl in the last three years. Uh, disappointment the last two. Uh, Tom Brady has obviously moved on, but a number of other players of uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have moved on that were on these type of contracts. That look, they 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 were trying to win another Super Bowl. Either either two years ago or last year, and it didn't happen. Uh, this is going to be a complete overhaul. Uh, Byron Leftwich is gone. Uh, I'm not impressed with Todd Bowles as a coach. Uh, this is a team in complete transition. With they'll be going to work obviously uh, during the draft, uh, but they they've got tremendous work to do uh, to fix up this roster uh, on both sides of the football.
1: Yeah, I mean Baker comes in and. Uh... He played well at kind of like at the end of the year for the Rams last year, but he's prone to making mistakes. And that defense has gotten older, and you know you don't have a Brady who really you know plays mistake-free football and is able to control the ball and keep your defense off the field and in good spots. It's one thing, you know. I, I just feel like there's a lot of things going against Tampa Bay. Uh, the Chase Edmonds signing—he's you know he's a he's a good player, but. It's a head scratcher to me. They, they have like three or four of the same running backs in that backfield. Like all Finesse guys, all the guys could catch the ball. But man, I would have loved to see them get like a Damian Harris, uh, a guy that is just a different type of uh, running back. They could get those tough yards, the third down yards, uh, goal line yards. Um, so I don't know. I, I see I see a fair amount of regression coming up for
0: Tampa Bay this year. Yeah, it's going to be tough to have a lot of faith. I don't know how confident, and you know, let's see what the chemistry is going to be like uh, when it comes to uh, guys like Godwin and Mike Evans. Mike Evans, uh, a perennial 1,000-yard uh, receiver. Mike Godwin overcame some injuries to put up some big games, but you know that was with Tom Brady, and I don't see that t- type of effectiveness with Godwin uh, the same way it was with Brady as it will be with someone like Baker Mayfield.
1: I agree with that. And that, that leads us to the team that uh, I really like in this division. And I like this year in general, um, the Carolina Panthers, who if you're not following what's going on here in the off season, there's been in terms of players, coaches, uh, people in the building to 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 work on um, you know as the as, uh, on the staff to to help out a new head coach a, a tremendous trade to get the number 1 pick this there's is a, there's a complete makeover going with Carolina and I got to tell you I think I like every single aspect of it um Getting that number one overall pick, they had to give up a lot, including D.J. Moore. But that's okay. Uh, you got to remember, with Houston picking two and the Colts picking four and Arizona at three going to take Will Anderson, there was no other team to trade with to get to the spot where they get one of those quarterbacks that they covered. So they gave up a lot to get to the number one pick, but I'm okay with that. I think it's going to be C.J. Stroud, possibly Bryce Young, but one of those two guys. And – Either one of those guys are ready to take over from day one. I like having Andy Dalton. I like having Josh McCown in the building, Frank Reich, Caldwell, all of these guys who really understand and they are going to help a a rookie quarterback like that. Um, Yeah, and like I said, they don't have DJ Moore anymore, but look at the pass catches that they've just signed. Adam Thielen, DJ Shark, Hayden Hurst. That's an upgrade to me. They have the number one overall pick. They're going to get themselves a quarterback that's ready to play. And then they can go after uh, maybe another wide receiver with their second round pick. And let's not forget, that defense is a playoff defense. So I am amazed. I've already made a pretty big wager on this one already. The over-under on wins for the Carolina Panthers is 7.5. So for me to lose that bet, they're going to say Carolina's going to have to lose 10 games this year. I don't see it. I'm liking Carolina to not only win that division, but to make some noise in the NFC playoffs as well.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, when you look, um, and they brought in to run that young defense, which was a good defense last year, and they brought on uh, Evero, the defensive coordinator from, from Denver, uh, who had a tremendous defense last year, despite the woes of that offense. Um, so he comes in to work with this young young defense. Very exciting to that. Uh, you mentioned McCown, of course, Deuce Staley, uh, Jefferson, Sean Jefferson, to work with. The These are guys that, that that have you know have a lot of pedigree um, and have gotten a lot of notoriety as uh, as coaches, uh, and I think it makes a big difference. And uh, Frank Reich, of course, has, has been a, a successful head coach in this league before. He gets to handpick his quarterback. As you said, you got veterans in the building to provide mentorship. Um, yeah, I, I, we we like everything that they're doing, and uh, I, I couldn't agree more with you saying, "Wiz."
1: Yeah, and even you know, I'm not the biggest uh miles sanders fan but i mean like i i don't know i like i like what's going on with that team i think they 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 can play some ground and pound i like that they have feeling and shock two guys who are going to be playing with an angry attitude this year uh where you know the teams that they played with felt like they wanted to move on without them so um i, I think Carolina is poised um to have a a, a big year this year and uh Like I said, I love them, the over and under win total, I love, and uh, um, I like them to win that division, and uh, I could see them winning some playoff games as well, I really look at that NFC, and the Eagles lost a lot on defense, and 49ers, I don't think, feel great about that quarterback position going into the year, we'll get to that in the next podcast, but... uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on
0: the Carolina this year. Yeah, right right with you. And uh, like we talked about last year too, right? Like we felt that this was a defense, you know, moving in the right direction. Um, you know, Steve Wilkes got this team to play for him after that McCaffrey trade. Uh, they nearly made the playoffs. Um, I, I, there's a lot of positives here, a lot of positives. They have a very motivated owner as well in, in, in David Tepper. So uh, onwards and upwards and a division ripe for the taking for the Carolina Panthers was.
1: Couldn't agree
0: more. All right. So uh, we will be moving on to the final division in the NFC. That's the NFC West Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Thanks again for listening. Important to follow things uh, during the preseason because uh, this is when that work comes uh, for when September rolls around. So uh, we'll see you on the other side with the NFC West.